The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Proctologists recommend the ectoplasm show. It's science, bitches. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the ectoplasm show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What's cracking, Playboy? I have a paranormal hangover because I'm a paranormal whore. <laughs> that is so hot. That is so hot. I just crashed all kinds of people's investigations. Yeah, so what were you up to last night? Well, I got invited. I didn't just show up, but I got invited by David Glidden and his crew to go to the 1859 jailhouse in Independence, Missouri. Shit, yeah. And Jimmy, I realize that people not from the Kansas City area or didn't go to the conference don't know who Jimmy is, but he runs another group that runs the investigations out of that place. And he was there along with another member. So we had a a lot of different groups represented there. Very nice. And uh, there's a jailhouse built in 1859, and then it has a bunch of other offices and buildings attached to it that they call the marshal's office. And then there's living quarters and all this other stuff. So, Wow. Um, yeah, I did a blindfolded isolation session. Proud of you. That was fun. Proud of you. Unlike you, though, I didn't have anybody else in the room with me. I was by myself. That is sexy, though. Yeah. We all did them, actually. And nothing happened to me. I heard stuff around the building while I was doing that, but they didn't want to come into the room that I was in. Oh, I see. I see. I'm guessing. I don't know. But uh, That's everybody cool, kind of experienced the same things when they were doing their sessions oh really that's interesting okay um but the crazy stuff didn't start happening until 10 minutes before we were supposed to leave oh shit which is how it goes sometimes yeah they know you're leaving so they want to say goodbye in a way that makes you want to stay Stay. when you can't (laughs) um we probably could have talked them into letting us stay longer but we didn't want to keep them right but yeah so I know people listening probably don't know the layout, but there's, I'll just go with it and say, 
how it how where we were. So we were in the upstairs cell block, and we were doing, they were doing live Facebook feeds of an S a PSB seven yes session, and we were getting some responses. I wasn't paying a lot of attention to them because I don't necessarily like that spirit box but it was there was some interesting ones that seemed to stretch out across multiple stations that's cool but david decided he wanted to go into one of the cells that he had an experience in before that he was doing a session by himself in that room and the camera completely spun around and pointed towards him at one moment whoa um anyway so they went in there and i went in there with them but there was no chairs in there so I couldn't stand for very long because of my back so I decided to wander off on my own yeah and as I was doing that a voice came across the the spirit box saying not allowed to I didn't say anything I just walked off but they got the voice not allowed to you know they didn't necessarily attribute it to me but could have been trying to scold you buddy yeah, then yeah. a few seconds later, it said to them, alone, or he's alone. What the fuck? And I was just a couple rooms over, but it was far enough that they couldn't see me that they came and checked on me. And I oh. was just rooting around old stuff, just yeah. old stuff in the storage area, That's just really looking. Cool. And I stopped at one, at one of the very far back rooms, and there was a bag that had a bunch of old handcuffs in them. And I thought I was looking at them because I was hoping one would be like a trick handcuff or a training handcuff that we could put on and pretend like we were wearing them, but we could easily take them off without a key. So that's what I was doing. I was looking through them. Oh, okay. When I started feeling really uncomfortable, I don't know. It just had a heightened sense there uh, for just a moment. And I looked up down to the end of this room. This room was probably 20 feet long, 25 feet long. And there was a window down at the other end. Right in front of that window, there was a shadow of a person standing there. Oh. It was a shadow person. And the only light source was in my hand. So it wasn't behind me, right. me casting a shadow down there. Right. So I go and get David and Barry and tell them what I saw. And they came back there with me. And they were, they brought the spirit box with them and they were getting names. And, you know, and, and, questions that actually pertain to the moment it seemed like like um i think it said at one point i need to get out or something like that sure because it seemed like it whatever it was was hiding in there maybe at that time we were thinking that all of a sudden barry was standing next to me next to the door the only door that leads out and he felt something go through his left side of his body oh my god as it was seemed to be going towards the door and wow he stopped you know he reacted to it and then his hair stood up and he was having me shine a light on his arm to see what it looked like when it went through my right side of my body yeah and it felt like an energy passing through me i could feel it and it felt like it's hard to describe but it felt like the clothes dragged on it like it went through me but pulled my clothes a little bit on my my shirt wow as it was passing through me 
And then all my hair stood up. Yeah. And it was like I was energized all of a sudden. So it was like this thing was moving around and trying to get out. It had to go through us to do that. To That's get to where it wanted though. to go. That's really impressive. But it all happened within five minutes there. Sure. Yeah, that's usually kind of the way it goes, too. Which is, you know, it is what it is. But and then damn. David was upset because they chose us instead of him. <laughs> and he didn't get to have that experience. Right, right. But, yeah, I mean, have you ever had anything seemingly pass through you that you could feel it? Um, I've been touched. I, this was different. Yeah, I've, I've had something that seems like it feels almost like it whooshes I guess like through you past you something I didn't feel any of the uh, like that tugging sensation like you were describing though like on the clothing I didn't feel anything like that you know um, I I guess um, I don't know I don't know how to even describe it I definitely felt like the whole like energy burst, like what you're talking about, where you're like, holy shit, you're instantly, you're awake, you're ready to roll. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's almost like a static feeling. Almost as if, like, I don't know, obviously I grew up in Iowa, and uh, we have a lot of cattle and things like that, and then, you know, usually uh, keeping the cattle into their pens or whatever, they have, like, electrified fences, and it's Uh not anything like a severe jolt or anything like that, but it is a definite spark of electricity that if you touch this electric fence, it feels very tingly. And um, that's how I always uh, kind of describe it to people like that. It'd be like touching an electric fence. Yeah, kind of. They had that shock through my arm. Yes, yes. So, and it's not like, it's not a painful sensation necessarily. But it's, mm-hmm. it, it definitely gets your attention. I'll say that. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, it's freaking nuts, though. I tell you what, man. We had some crazy shit go on last night, too. Um, I gave a tour over at Malvern Manor last night. And a uh, really cool group, really energetic, ready to roll. And uh, at one point during the night, they... Uh, and this is just what they're telling me, obviously. But they uh, they set a recorder up in the attic of Malvern Manor, which I told him has, you know, God, over the past month, month and a half, it's been so active up in the attic. We don't know exactly what's going on with that. But uh, they put this recorder upstairs, and we've done very similar things, and you capture all sorts of weird things uh, going on up there. They put the thing up in the attic, hit record, announced, you know, okay, this is so-and-so putting the recorder here in the attic um, and leaving. You know, you'll hear me leave is what they're saying. So you can clearly hear them walking down the steps and shut the door uh, behind them. Now, apparently what happened, though, is they left that recorder rolling for 40 minutes. Okay? After 40 minutes had passed, they went back up and collected the recorder. What they found was something very interesting, though, because the recorder had stopped recording. Something had shut it off. Um, Now, what's interesting still is they went back and listened to that recording then. So listening to the recording, they hear themselves, obviously, um, walking down the steps, shutting the door, and then you hear very um, heavy footsteps um, walking towards, getting louder and louder and louder, so walking towards this recorder, 
whatever it is then picks up the recorder. You can clearly hear that, you know, when you're picking up something like that. Uh, picks up the recorder and shuts the damn thing off. It only recorded for about 37 or 38 seconds. Ridiculous stuff. Crazy uh, stuff. So there's a homeless person living in there? I know for a fact there is no squatter in that building. <laughs> I am in there all the time. There's times that stuff happened in my house that makes me think that there's a hidden room that somebody has access to that I, I don't know, there's so much noise... Yeah. It sounds like people in my house. Crazy stuff, man. It's just crazy. All right. Well, let's uh, start this off. We've we've already started it off, but we need to get to a toast. Let's do this. Let's toast it up. So I'm just going to pick a random one and read that. So here's to the writers. May their thread be strong. May their span of life be full and long. And when at last they are summoned hence, may these be their words in self-defense. The only words I need to say, I'm a writer in my day. Nice. Cheers. Cheers, y'all. Oh, yeah. What are you drinking there? Crystal Light. You know. Of course. Is it the plum... Crazy purple? Not plum crazy purple. No, it's uh, strawberry. Wild strawberry, I believe. Ooh, wild. That makes it better. It's got to be wild. It's got to be a little wild. I'm having a Boulevard Nutcracker Winter Warmer Ale. That sounds really fucking good. It is really fucking good. God. So So these um, bottles every year, they print the names of the beer elves just the employees that work there they put a name on each bottle and how long they've worked there oh that's cool that's really cool what do we got this one goes out to mike utz been working there since 1998 thank you mike thank you i got a crazy story i just found here so okay yeah people let people know that we usually pull a bunch of stories before we start but today we decided i asked if we could record early and we decided we're just going to find some stories and read them on the air and talk yes. about them so hell yeah this is the first time we're reading them as well but this headline caught me girl dismembered in search for phone oh on october 24th a four-year-old girl went missing from her home in Charido district of Upper Assam, a mostly tribal state in northeast India. Last Monday, when the child's body was found in a forest about 80 meters from the Ratampur tea estate where she lived with her parents. Huh. She had been decapitated and her arms had been severed. Damn, Both man. Her, <laughs> Both her arms and her head were found scattered near the body on the forest floor. <sighs> Sorry. The horrific dismemberment was allegedly the result of a 14-year-old girl who lived in the same village losing her mobile phone. Wanting it back, her parents, Hunaman Bunji and his wife Mary Bunji, Turn to black magic, police said. Okay. As Prasanta Pukan, an inspector in charge of the Sonari police station in Assam, told the Washington Post, many in the remote tribal area are uneducated and steeped in superstition. 
They conducted a prayer ritual the Pukans, that Pukan said was performed by Gol Mohammed Alid, also known as Golem, a tantric or black witch priest in the village. With Golam, where his nephew Harjat Ali and another assistant. So all these people did this to her. Part of the prayer ritual to retrieve the mobile phone included sacrificing the four-year-old girl. On October 24th, the alleged kidnap, they allegedly kidnapped her and proceeded to horribly disfigure her, eventually killing her. The police have arrested them and many, along with two assistants in the ritual. But Galam, the priest, fled, and they haven't found him. The 14-year-old girl who originally lost her phone was not arrested since she was a minor. The family of the victim and the family that took part in the prayer ritual knew each other from living together in the same small village. Everyone involved, including the deceased child, are Adivasi, descendants of indigenous people in the India or in India who have been the objects the objects of discrimination and exploitation for years. Huh. So yeah, they this girl lost her phone, yeah. told her parents, and they went to the witch doctor in town who said we needed to sacrifice this four year old girl in order to then and then we'll be able to find the phone. Oh my God. It's so weird. It's so fucking weird. I, I get that there used to be, in ancient times, they believed sacrificing people. Yeah. They, they say that Satanists, like the... I, I know that there's different kinds of Satanists. Right, so I, right. I've studied that a little bit. Not, like, super much. Just a, just a relative... Like, I'm not a Satanist myself, but... I mean, if you're a Satanist, it's fine. You, you can um, totally be it. There are some that don't necessarily believe in Satan. They call themselves Satanists because they don't want to believe in God. Then there's crazy Satanists that believe that dark magic is stuff like that. Right. But this is current times. I know they say that these are uneducated people. <laughs> I, I didn't think that there were still people that necessarily thought human sacrifice would help you find something as trivial as a phone. Right. Right. And these people have cell phones. So they're not so they're that, not that, like, yeah. backwoods. Not that primitive. Yeah. And we, I mean, Christ's sake, man, we are on the cusp of, of 2017 here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's knocking on the door. Um, I don't know. Totally fucked. Totally screwed up. I don't, I don't like it. You want to move to that region? Yeah, might as well. <laughs> hey, I uh, lost my iPhone, uh, <laughs> my goodness that's interesting though so um a fascinating find here experts can't figure out the meaning behind this mysterious skull i just found this here this uh mysterious artifacts are uncovered every year which fascinates the archaeology community and enthusiasts but what's the chance of finding a strange and mysterious artifact in an antique shop. Well, I don't know. Let's see. Some time ago, a skull with carvings of several deities and symbols was found uh, by chance on an antique shop in Vienna, Austria. 
The skull is carved with excellent detail, and many experts and researchers have been analyzing it for a long time. Um, never hearing of such a, a skull like this, anyway. Nobody could crack the meaning behind the skull. The closest information we could get about the mysterious skull was from Tibetan Tibetan Kenpo, or a monk professor, who said that the skulls with engravings such as this one usually... Uh, act as an amulet against curses or are used to guide the soul of the dead back in the right path. But even he admitted that the information regarding such practices or artifacts is very limited and that this skull is one of the most mysterious in all kind. Um, and then there's a video attached to this as well, so we're going to have to post that up. Post that up on the Ectoplasm Show on Facebook. It looks interesting, man. I mean, literally all, everything about this skull, even the jaw, even the jaw is is carved. Everything about this is is very intricate. The carvings. Whoever did this was very meticulous with their work. It's, it's crazy as shit, but it looks really cool. But they just cannot figure out what the hell it's all supposed to mean. It's pretty interesting. It could have been just some guy's boredom. It could have just been a guy. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. Or it could have been something to honor the victim. Yeah. Maybe a cannibal ate the guy and was like, Ooh. I'm going to use every part of the guy's body and I'm going to make, this a, I'm gonna nice make a memorial little... to him by carving pretty things in his skull. Shit, yeah. Sounds plausible. Sounds like something I would do if I was the cannibal. I tell you what. Uh, are you going to check out the, uh, the supermoon tonight, my friend? Is that tonight? That is tonight. That is team. Yeah, I was planning on sitting by a fire tonight for a little bit. Oh, you'll you'll see it. Plenty. Okay. I'm actually thinking about taking my uh, my camera out, shooting, shooting the moon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Shoot the moon. Are you a moon worshiper? No, I just really you get naked in the moonlight. I tell you, <laughs> yeah, it's a little. Uh, it's getting a little chilly outside. Uh, so but blood, think. just rub yourself down in blood. You'll. It'll oh, is right that the up. trick? Is that the trick? Yeah, that's that's the trick. <sighs> Easy. That's I what got us this. all us outdoorsmen do secretly when we're camping by ourselves. Yeah, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Oh my god. No, virgin, I'm pretty excited. Virgin blood is the best blood. Oh, okay, okay. I think I know that's a few of those. Warmest. I know a few of those. So we'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Uh, no, I'm really excited though. Um, it's supposed to be fucking huge, like big, bright. I'm like very excited about this, so I figure it's a perfect opportunity to get some really cool moonshots, maybe, with the camera. Just make sure you're pointing up and not in the neighbor's window. Oh, you don't want an, that moon. That's the other trick then. Okay, no. gotta get naked. Gotta get the blood all over me. Don't. Take pictures of the neighbors. Yeah, Just a second, I'm writing. Gotta, this, I'm writing this down. Look at the sky. <laughs> no, it's not in the neighbor's window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a moon nobody wants to see. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, so I was scrolling through and I found this headline interesting. 
Trump win dashes dreams of UFO disclosure. Yo, I've been reading about some of these. Damn. Yeah. Last night's stunning victory. This was written the day after. So, Last yeah, night's stunning victory of Donald Trump dealt a devastating blow to the UF disclosure, UFO disclosure movement, which had pinned its hope hopes on a Clinton presidency. I'm Who sorry. the hell is ignorant enough to think that Clinton's yes. going to release this shit? Here's the thing, though. If you are basing your presidential vote on who's going to make good with the fucking UFO disclosure stuff, then I, I don't know what the fuck to say to you. If anything, <laughs> if I look at either of them, I would say Trump would release it just to fucking do it. Yeah. Like, I, I would totally agree with that. I would totally agree oh, let's with that. See. Our friend Jesse from Red Oak up near you. Yes. Posted on my Facebook page today that, uh, let me pull it up here. She posted a beam and it's, uh, it's Trump sitting there in the White House and he looks kind of like he's contemplating. And it says, when Obama briefs you about the aliens and you're trying to figure out how to build a space wall. <laughs> Interesting. Oh my goodness! But yeah, I think he, if if he's who he says he is, right? If if we can trust him, can which, we trust any of them? No, I don't know. But did you see the Kurt Cobain quote? No, you did not see the Kurt Cobain. I quote am a about huge Cobain. No, I am a huge Cobain fan, and I have yet to see this. No, what's up? What did he say? All right, so let me pull up the the is um, a song of his this, and a lyric. No, this, let me make sure this is real first. Hold on. I mean, Kurt said a lot of shit. Why is this taking so long? Oh, shit. It's false. Is it fake? You're like, God damn it. Well, that sucks. I got all excited there for a second. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just reading through it to make sure that Snopes, that it did, he didn't, because sometimes on Snopes, they'll put it as false, even if he said it, they'll just say they didn't put it in the context, he didn't say it in the context that it was put out online. Really? I was making sure that that wasn't the case, because what they were saying he said was, basically... He's, they said, he said, um, I can foresee a future when the people stop trusting the government and they vote in a businessman that can't be bought because he has his own money, somebody like Donald Trump. That's what I saw the other day. Huh. Uh, they're saying it's completely made up. Wow. Okay. Well, they're saying that um, they have not found a record of that quote. So that's basically what Snopes is saying. Right. So, yeah, oh, well. Um, but anyways, uh, huh? Pro- proven stuff on the ectoplasm show. That's right. That is right. Good stuff, my friend. Good stuff. No, but I, I just think... Uh, It'd be the wrong reason to be voting for a president would be for disclosure. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But I guarantee, buddy, this is what's fucked about it. I guarantee there are people out there that are doing this. Um, I got a story here that I just found. 
It says NASA. Uh, this see, and this is so fucking weird. It says NASA prepares to take the first pictures of Planet X, aka Nibiru. I've seen this. Have you? I saw this last week when okay. I was looking for stuff. That uh, did you read through it? I mean, I just do. I even waste my time. Blew it off as I'm. I I didn't read through it. When I saw the headline, I was like. My guess is <clears throat> that NASA said they're going to take pictures of an outer planet because there are, you know, there they are, are finding planet-sized bodies yes. in, outside of the Cupier belt, which yes. is the belt of asteroids outside of Pluto. Exactly. Actually, Pluto's technically right. part of the Cupier belt. The thing is, is this person that probably wrote this article or this person that thinks that that's Planet X probably didn't even know that the Cupier belt existed. They're finding right. bodies the size of planets, and I say bodies as in planets, right? in that belt and farther out that they had never found before. So well, just there look could at be the a last... planet out there. My, my guess is, is that NASA was talking about one of those, and this guy took it as, yeah. who is Planet X? It's got to be Planet X. That's got to be it. It's the one. Now... All Look of at that the last... popped in my head. That that that's how I filter through what I'm looking for. All of that popped in my head when I read that article. So that, you that look headline. at this as a, like honestly, like you talk about this in the last three to five years. Look at how far we've come just with technological advancement in space study. It's ridiculous. It is absolutely amazing. It's exciting as fuck because it's interesting. You know what I mean? But we are discovering new shit every hour. It seems like, you know, this shit is coming through constantly and it's yeah, there's just not an excitement about it. So the space but, race in the 60s was super exciting because totally. whether you some can say that our the Cold War with Russia was all a lot of hype that the media was making us scared with propaganda and that fueled the space race. So fueling the space race was the American thing to do. Which right. was great because it right. led to all kinds of innovation. Now, most of the country doesn't trust the media. Fuck so the if media. we had something like pushing for the space race again, which right. some say that we're in a mini space race for Mars. We are. Technically, we're in a space race for Mars. Sure. But people just don't care the way they used to care. No, they don't. They don't, don't because care. back then, though, it was a bigger sense of pride sense of accomplishment for the United States or or whatever other fucking country was trying to get there as fast as they possibly could. It was Russia, correct? But they were... Yeah. Uh, and it, so they were just going back and forth and back and forth and it, it, it was a huge sense of pride. There was a lot more pride and <laughs> I think back then for and love for the country um, than there is now. Uh, it just seems like it was... Uh, I don't know. It was a simpler time. But in all honesty, my friend, do you think that there is some rogue fucking celestial planet-sized fucking whatever out there that is more or less like hurtling itself through the Earth or through the space and and, uh, on a collision course with Earth? Why do you ask me these questions when you already know what the answer is? What's the answer, my friend? It's I possible. Think it's, I think it's possible. 
I think it's possible. But I do give reasons as to why I think it's possible. Yes, exactly. And I want to hear those reasons, though. I want to hear some of these reasons. We just said that we're discovering things every day. We're discovering these far-off bodies that barely get any light from our sun. They barely get any light from from our sun. They, You know... I'm sitting here during the day at, at 2.30, and it's super fucking bright outside. Yeah, it's kind if of If we lived any closer to the earth, we would have evolved differently because it would have been super bright for our eyes. True. What these planets get is fractional, probably not even dusk levels of light. Right. That being said, they're, well, they're... This is just a guess on the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, from what I know about other bodies, other known planets, their orbit of the sun is probably measured in hundreds of Earth years. Probably takes 100 plus Earth years for these two bodies of these planets to orbit our sun. Sure. Sure. That makes sense. So why couldn't there be one on an elliptical path? I totally buy takes- this thousands of years to fly around the sun that could possibly come closer to the earth here's a here's a follow-up question for you my friend if this were true if there were some rogue planet out there um on a collision course with us would we know about it so the thing is about being on a collision course is um that's flawed logic because it can't always be on a collision course. If it hits us once, say ten, say two hundred million years ago, a planet X hit us. Are they suggesting this? No, I'm just giving an example. Okay, of okay. A long time ago, I was trying to make it a long time ago, long before humans were around. Sure. Because if a planet had hit our planet at some point while humans were alive. Most likely every human on the planet would have died. Fuck yeah. So the story either made of the story may have originated from someone's imagination or an ancient alien, just for example. Anyways, <laughs> that being said, if a planet a planet X, we'll just call it that for, for the sake of Sure. Being simple. Yeah. Hit our planet some time ago, a long time ago, long before humans were around, because Obviously, we don't, as a collective, remember that. Okay. There's no stories of it hitting. Though, anyways, anyways, that would change that planet's tra- trajectory, unless it was driven. Unless it was driven by the aliens, they sure. controlled their planet somehow. It would change it, and then the next time it came around, it wouldn't hit the planet because it would be on a different trajectory because the impact would throw it off. Yeah. There's no way unless it was driven, that a body could hit our planet every time around. There's no possible way, no physics that would make that happen. And I know that I say everything is possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless with our known way that things work, I just can't see. I, I, I can't even fathom that, that the planet would hit our planet once and bounce off and just happen to go right back into the same orbit it was before. <laughs> yeah. Probably couldn't do it. Probably not. So I don't think... I, I do think that maybe this planet... 
I do buy in more to the thought that Zechariah Sitchin came up with that maybe it hit us one point but then there was an advanced alien race that lives on it and it flies near our planet every time and when they're near our planet they come ah. I could buy into that a lot more sure. than I could buy in that it would hit us every single time right huh it's pretty interesting interesting shit dude this beer is hitting me i haven't ate anything today i literally woke up <laughs> yes. at one because yes. i had oh noon because i was up so late last night oh i haven't ate anything i drank half a fucking beer and it's this strong beer it's like, like 7.8 percent ah. alcohol stumbly bumbly and i'm feeling it that's hot dude <laughs> get over to your place outstanding what are you saying what's that buddy David wanted to get me onto a bed last night, actually under the bed. What are you saying? I don't know. You're saying you uh, it's hot know. that I'm drunk and you want to come over. Hey, hey. I don't know. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> what are you saying? Okay. Holy shit. I just got the shit scared out of me. Yeah, what happened? Um, so it's obvious it's daylight right so we i could literally this is freaking me out enough right now doing the ectoplasm show during the day but um i'm literally i watched this squirrel jump from god knows where onto this branch of this tree i'm up on the second floor of my house right now you know what i'm saying so i'm fairly high up here and the squirrel just comes fucking flying out of nowhere and right onto this branch and the branch like bows and swings all over the place with the squirrel still attached to it and i'm like what the fuck was that like, it was amazing huh. It was amazing. Oh, so let me ask you. Yeah. I just said that I'm feeling a little drunk. Yeah. And I feel like I was really rambling on. Did I make my point? You made your point. And what I was trying to say before about the Planet X? Yeah, absolutely. All right. I wasn't just like mumbling and rambling on no. about nonsense. No. You're fine. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to let everybody in on a little secret that I was talking about with David and Barry last night. Secret time. Um, And it's actually a very serious secret. What's up? So I'll just start with um, what's going on with me, and then I'll go on with what's going on with my brother. Okay. So lately, in the past three weeks, when I take my dog out at night before I go to bed, I've been seeing shadows over by this house that's across the street that's empty. The house is empty. It's for sale. You're seeing shadows inside the house or cast onto the the house? Okay, okay. And it's not only that house. It's mostly that house, but I'll see some shadows up and down the street, like human-shaped shadows, literally like, but I won't, I'll catch them out of the corner of my eye and look over, but I've actually full-on seen them, like, walk in front of the doorway across the the street in a light that had the, uh, in the house that had the light on the front porch. Yikes. So I'm seeing this stuff. And it's not necessarily making me nervous, but I'm wondering why all of a sudden I'm starting to see it's almost it's literally every night. I'm starting to see these shadows moving around outside my house. It worries me for one reason. Okay. Because my brother is diagnosed with a form of schizophrenia. Sure. Where he sees things that aren't there at times. He, um, it's not all the time. He has a stress-related form of schizophrenia. Severe stress in his life will kick it off. And he'll go on a spell. 
for three or four months where he goes in and out of mental hospitals and then he starts taking his medication again right and then he's better i've told you the different things that he's done yes yes he's actually going through one right now because his wife had a kid that with some other guy anyways shit because of that history and my uncle one Uh of my uncles had a severe form of schizophrenia where he literally saw people every day and talked to them Okay, so he was seeing people. Can you, yeah, can you see where I'm going with this? Yeah, I see what you're going. So uh, what most I'm asking is, are it, you it afraid happens, that? Most of the time, it kicks off in your 20s at some point, usually early 20s. With my brother, who's kind of late 20s because that's when the major stresses of his life started happening and some really bad drug stuff in his life started happening. Okay. Most of the time it happens in his 20s, and I'm almost 35. That's past where it usually starts right right now but i i think about that like, i i thought about that for a while there's times where i i don't tell my my parents know that i go out and investigate ghosts and this stuff and they're fine with it they ask me about it they think it's cool sure i don't tell them half the stuff that i see or witness because i think that that might make me sound crazy yeah i understand that are you I worry about so that. but you're you're legitimately afraid then because I'm not going to... Okay, look. I'm not going to sit here and like sugarcoat this shit. Like, schizophrenia is very hereditary. It's strongly hereditary. This is this is a known fact. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't think... I don't think you have anything to worry about, though. Like, in this. I don't. I don't I think so. I honestly don't think that I do either. But it still makes me worry when I start seeing shit. Right. So, is that... I mean, your mind would obviously instantly just go there. Right? You're like, oh, fuck. Here we go. Am go I losing my mind moment. or am I seizing, seeing something? Yeah, it doesn't go there at the moment. It goes there when I'm thinking about it later. Gotcha. Like, was I actually seeing that or was it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I just worry about And I think that the fact that I think about that would negate it actually happening. Sure. But then I think about, you know, I run it through my head. It's all this whole circle. I run it through my head. Would somebody actually tell me? I would totally Unless tell it you. got super bad. Because <laughs> me talking about ghosts, seeing ghosts, is not going to raise any red flags, honestly. No, it's not. So and if thank I God for the that. early onset symptoms, because it's just going to be full bore at some, at some point. <laughs> so if I go completely nuts, you know yeah. that this was the start of it. Well, here's what's interesting about like, okay, so like schizophrenia, like I said, yeah, it is very hereditary. Like it is. That's no, no fucking secret. But like one of the biggest things, like, and you already suggested this, one of the biggest triggers of schizophrenia is, is stress, severe stress. And I know you've got a lot of shit going on right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, plus, well, yeah, and I've always had shit. Like, it's but this, I, I've is been it, divorced before, right? In my early twenties, and is if, it any more shit than you've stress. already? That's what I'm saying. Is it? Is this any more stress than what you've already been through? Is what I'm saying, and it, it's crazy. You know, it's absolutely crazy. I don't think you're going crazy though. I don't think you are losing your shit. Is what I'm ultimately trying to say here. I don't think you're losing your shit. Then why the hell am I seeing what? Why all of this? Here's what I think we need. Starting to, to see these shadows everywhere I, outside. It's only when I take my dogs out at night. Do you remember? Because okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna say this, and it might freak you out even more. And then you may think I'm schizophrenic. 
Okay? So, and I had a, a very long internal conversation with myself. I think it was last night. You were talking to yourself. Very much so. Last night. It was all internal monologue. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just do this. I sit there, I'll smoke a few cigarettes, and I just think about shit. You know? The way I think sometimes is like a conversation. Back and forth. Okay? It's It helps me to, to rationalize certain things that I'm thinking. Um, so anyway... I'm uh, I'm doing this in my head, and I'm thinking to myself, you remember you and I were talking about the, we're most likely on a list. Yeah. What if I were to guarantee that that were a fact? You can guarantee that? I can, with 95% accuracy, guarantee that we are on a list. With said list, I'm not getting into the how on this radio show. I will not do that. I'm not getting into the how there. What I'm saying is this. You and I have had conversations about that before. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, where the fuck was I going with this? I don't even know. You were going with... You were sitting there thinking about how the government is out to get you. Yes. Now... And that is not a rational thought in most people's heads. That, not, not necessarily out to get me, but keeping a mindful eye. How about that? Yeah. Okay, I don't think they're going to be like knocking on the door with the fucking straight jacket or anything like that. Um, nor do I see men in black standing in my front yard. You know, what I'm saying is, what if I don't? Uh, I don't know, man. When the it's, shit hits the fan, what? The yes, centers of the government go first. Yes. Yes. Exactly. It's it's very odd. But I know, I know that we are on a list. I know this is 100% true. And it started as a fucking joke. It started as a fucking joke, and it is 100% legit. <laughs> like, there, there are lists. There are fucking, like, watch lists. You're, you're not alone in this because... What I'm saying is this. What if these about- shadows, but what if these shadows yeah. that you're seeing across your fucking lawn or whatever, what if, <laughs> like, what if... I know that this uh, show has descended away from the news. Uh, this is I, news. This is news. <laughs> I, I I will comment on this, and it may take a little bit to get through it. Let's do it. So, when I when we have had those conversations, yeah, we've had many conversations. I, was, I even though I might not have mentioned it, and I kind of would say it half jokingly, I've been convinced for years now that I'm on a list somewhere. Yeah. That because I've besides this show I've I've had a podcast in the past. It wasn't very big but yeah. Um, I've had other avenues that I've talked about conspiracies in a public sense for a long time. A long time now. And my rec- just my, just my internet search history for the last fifteen <laughs> years alone would probably put me on a list. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, when we talked about it, I was already convinced that we were probably on a list oh, because yeah. there is lists out there. 
of people to watch and people to take care of, so to speak. Sure. I believe this. That um, now, I'm not saying that we're going to be offed or anything like that. I'm not suggesting that. It depends on what happens. But we've there's done different nothing. levels of what could happen. Right. If there's like a full on new world military takeover, <sighs> they would off us rather than collect us. If they didn't have a way to silence us, it would be easier to just off us than to watch us. Yeah, most likely. Anybody that speaks out against the government, it'd be easier. I if tell they you were what, at though. that level already, if they were at that point that they were okay with it, mm-hmm. it would be easier to kill us than to watch over us. If this is all like flashing back now to um, you called me one night. You uh, you were bar hopping, I think, with some buddies. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty drunk. You were pretty fucked, yeah. But it was interesting because you called me and left me a voicemail. Very uncomfortable. Yeah, because I thought you were fucking dead. I thought you were gonna die. So, because the voicemail that you left me, I actually, I think I still have it saved or whatever. But it said something along the lines of, "Hey, if I turn up, like if I'm missing or so turn I up did the dead, same thing that guy over yes, in Poland, did. yes." Exactly. You're like, if I turn up dead or if I'm missing or whatever, it was not a fucking accident. I never would kill myself, blah, blah, blah. You know, keep this message and all that stuff. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I'm like, this <laughs> is ridiculous. So what I'm suggesting, you and I do, is I get like a 12-pack of beer. I show up at your house. We sit there and we wait for the shadows and then we run after them. We run after okay. the shadows. We try to open field tackle the cause of the shadows. All right. So where I was going with that <laughs> train of thought yes. is um, I read a story about a guy. Well, it's more than one person, but this this story was specific about this person. There's more than one people. There's a group of people that have had this happen to them. Um, this guy was a lot like us just discusses different things openly and um anyways was he a little crazier than we are about it maybe but i think he actually might have witnessed something he shouldn't have no he started keep your heads down people he started showing signs to friends and family of schizophrenia because he would see things he would hear weird noises, like constant weird noises. He'd hear voices in his head telling what? him that the things he saw wasn't true. What? It was specific to a, a certain event. And then uh. there was times that he would go into the bathroom and glance in the mirror, and he would see the same guy standing there all the time in fatigues. No way. And he was convinced. He was convinced. And I, I don't have all the details in front of me. It was a lot more detailed than this. Sure. I know that just that description makes him sound very crazy. But once you get through his whole story, it sounds like they have a way to make themselves invisible. And they terrorize people that want to say something out about them. Anyways. He ends up traveling across the country in a car to try to get away from all this. Oh, you know, shit. 
he he just, would ta- he he mentioned a bunch of times in his story that he would have random guys and just walk up to him and tell him i think it was he witnessed something over an air force base in southern california okay i think he worked there oh shit and they were trying to silence him and he left the job but they in his head they were trying to make him seem crazy to discredit him sure so then this whole series of events started to happen where he was in his apartment and he would hear these voices in his head wow and he would hear these weird sounds coming into his apartments and he would see things that were like invisible like he would see things in in mirrors and around at the corner of his eye that would suggest that there was a person in there that was able to make themselves invisible and the whole point that they were there was to scare him not to watch him just scare him wow so at at one point after having weathered this for three or four months he found a guy online and said and decided he was going to go find him but he he left everything he walked out of his house ran away had a little bit of money from his parents yeah. and bought a car. He made sure he tried to make sure nobody was following. He bought a car, a van with cash and decided he was going to drive across the country and meet with this guy. Okay. He gets like five, 600 miles away, stops at the diner and a military guy walks up to him and starts telling him, this isn't going to work. You're not going to get away from us. What the fuck? And then he would see weird drones flying around him in the next town he would go to. And then the next town he would go to another few hundred miles away. There would be people looking at him weird. Like it was the classic sense of the government controls. Everything is watching. you. It's not going to let you go. And no matter what you do, you're not going to get away from it. Yes. He may have been very crazy, I don't and know. I'll try to find the story and post it on our page. Yeah, do that. But Good when God. you listen to him talk about it and read what he has to say, it sounds like the government was just trying to scare him into not talking about what he saw. Now, this guy is still around, or did he die? In some I don't way? know. This okay. was only like five, six years ago. Shit. This is terrifying stuff, man. It's fucking terrible. But yeah, he he got approached by no less than fifteen different people in different areas, even before he left. Oh That's wow! The, saying that if you just, I think he had some information that he he didn't want to talk to the people that were approaching him. Right. They were trying to get him to tell them what they what he saw, and they basically said each time, if you just show us, either he had something. He stole, I think he stole something from a base is what happened. So they were treating him like a terrorist because he stole something from a base. But he said he, I know this is getting crazier and crazier. I'm remembering it as I'm going, but I'm pretty sure he took something from the base in San Diego. Okay. With another person. The other person ended up dead. And each person that approached him said, if you give this up or if you, um, basically said if you comply we will stop doing this and he would not comply so in each town he went to somebody would approach him and say this fuck just random people off the street sometimes they were in fatigue sometimes they were just 
random street clothes. Du- random dudes, random pe- random ladies walking yeah. up and saying the same thing that the other person said to him. That is terrifying. That is absolutely terrifying. It sounds like a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. It sounds like a fucking Hollywood flick. Wow. Like uh, the Will Smith movie. Um, Minority Report? Is that what that was? No, that No. Oh. What was that? Enemy of the State. That's it. Where he, Thank he you. just happens to have something passed to him and they ruin his life. Yeah. Good movie. And then in that movie, Sorry. in that movie they have, <laughs> like, what's his name? That's the computer guy that says, 20 years ago they had underground caves of computers watching us. That movie was 20 years ago, and we find out yeah. just a few, few years ago from Snowden that they've had that capability for years. That's true. So is that Hollywood telling us the truth secretly? You know, that's we, we could or do an entire show. We could do an entire show on that alone, on the things that supposedly, you know, Hollywood sneaks into these movies or whatever, and how, um, you know, close to fact most of them are. We could do a whole damn show on that too. Crazy. <coughs> I'm dying over here. Can you hear that? Anything going on outside of my window here? No. That's good. It's it's what is the date today? As we record this, it is November thirteenth. And I've got my uh my lawn guy out here mowing my lawn right now. You have a guy mow your lawn. Yeah. You can't do it yourself? No, it's not that I can't do it myself. I don't fucking want to do it myself. How about that? He does a really good job, man. He does way better job than I do. That's for damn sure. So, yeah. I just want to let everybody guy. know that we're not getting paid to do this show, and that's not where Josh's money is coming from. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't get jack shit for this show, do we? Do we? Well, get some free beer. Get some brewski. Get, uh, just you some know, advertisement good, online and stuff. So we get something. It's not we don't we get jack shit. It's just nothing monetary into our pockets. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm over here collecting, but you don't know about it. <laughs> I, drop, I drop the advertisement in a way that you can't tell. That I can't tell. But everybody at home, it's implanted in their minds. <laughs> We should listen to the ectoplasm show, dear. Yes, I think. No, we it makes them think. Oh, I need to go out and buy a coke. <laughs> That's great. Let's go get a coke. Oh my god! All right, so let's get back to a story here. Do you have any more? I have one that I pulled up a little bit ago. All right, Illuminati Illuminati card game predicts Donald Trump assassination. So this card game actually comes from the 90s. And they I've actually heard about this before. Yeah. For another thing. Anyways, a mysterious card game that accurately predicted 9-11. That's what it was. Yeah. And Princess Diana's death before they occurred has now predicted a Donald Trump assassination. Steve Jackson's 1995 Illuminati, The Game of Conspiracy makes the grim prediction that Trump will be killed before he is inaugurated in January. Seriously? Let's see. They have a card here. It's called Enough is Enough. 
It actually has Trump's face on it, Whoa. screaming with some weird colors in the background. Whoa. And the card reads, at any time, at any place, our snipers can drop you. Have a nice day. Damn. Play this card. It's hard to read because it's a bad scan. Okay. That that at any time, at any place, our snipers can drop you. Have a nice day is yeah. the what's called, if anybody knows card games it's called the flavor text um but i can't read what the card actually does i think my guess is that it kills something yeah most likely the card titled enough is enough is thought to hold an image similar to the angry looking trump it's not only similar i thought it looked like trump when i first looked at it but now that i look at it it might not be can i ask you a question yeah because I, honest to God, don't know. I, this may have to be a fucking Google thing. I don't know. But uh, let's say, hypothetically speaking, that Donald Trump were to lose his life before, prior to inauguration, who who steps up into into place there? Would that just be his running mate? I think so. Okay. Let's look it up. Let's look it up here. I mean, that's an interesting question and certainly one that I don't think has come up. You know what I mean? But uh, it's it's interesting that you say that, man. And I, if I were Donald Trump, I would be watching my ass, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, especially since there's been a ton of uh, <laughs> threats already. Oh, and all these people are out there, like, fucking looting and rioting. It's like, grow the fuck up. It's like, okay, hey. Okay, Google. Yeah. If a president-elect dies before he is inaugurated, what happens? This is why Jason's on the list, by the way. <laughs> things like that. <laughs> if a winning president candidate dies or becomes incapacitated yeah. between the counting of electoral votes, which that actually happened, that actually doesn't happen. So, okay, I'll stop right there. Yeah, stop. December nineteenth is when the electoral college votes are put officially into place. So, oh, okay. We had the election and things were counted, and they could project who is the winner, but it's still just a projection. Even though Clinton conceded, the votes aren't officially done being counted until December 29th gotcha. or 19th. Most of the time, actually pretty much every time, it's yeah. never changed. Right. Between right. the time the vote happens and it's official. But that's when it's official. So It's interesting. <clears throat> so... The vice president-elect will become the president. So if somebody kills him, it's not like they're going to make Clinton president. Right. And I, I figured as much. It would still have to be within the, the Republican Party. Because that would be fucked. Because yeah, Clinton that would could, be. could just go kill Trump herself. <laughs> and then she would be president like, and shit. could pardon herself. She's like, I can make this happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, man. Yeah, we did a whole show on that, too. Yeah. Yikes. I don't know. Dude. So, yeah, this this story is basically... It's a lot of weird card shit. card does look like Trump. Yeah. And I, I think they're just like Nostradamus sure. reading into it what they want to read into it. Sure, sure. My God. It, it, I read a really funny fucking story or saw a funny headline, I think, the other day. Saying that the Simpsons predicted this. That's like, fake. That's like, completely fake. There's 
I've no less than dashed 50 people's yeah. thing, posts on Facebook. What's it say? So they, they sh- I'm sure you've seen it. I'm sure everybody it's- has seen it. Somebody shares this thing that shows Trump going down an escalator okay. <laughs> with a sign in the background that says something. And then they show a Simpsons version of it. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, and then they have okay. Trump standing behind the podium in the Simpsons version, and Trump standing behind the podium. Did in they do? Real did life. they do an episode where Trump became president? No, I'm like they did an episode where Lisa became president, but not. It was in 2000, July of 2015. Uh huh. Somebody fabricated that. I they, see. They, they just took their program or whatever to make animation. Yeah. And <coughs> they copied a picture of him riding down an escalator and standing behind a podium. Right. And they made him a Simpsons character and people jumped all over it. Fuck me running. So that's completely fake. And now they're sharing this picture of Burns... Mr. Burns standing in front of a electoral map <laughs> that they say lines up with our electoral oh my map God. of this year. Oh my God. But it doesn't line up. Yeah. The states in the southwest corner are the same, but the states on the east coast in our map of this year, 2016, yeah. do not line it up. And they don't even look at it, they just share it. <laughs> That's funny. They just look at the corner of California, like, oh, New Mexico, and Colorado, and Oregon. It's got to be true. They don't even look that in that video, um, Virginia, or in that picture, Virginia is red, oh. where it was blue this year. Right. And Iowa and Michigan are blue in that picture when they were red this they were year. Red, yeah. So people don't even look at this stuff. They just see it, think it's interesting, and share it. It is kind of a terrifying thought because that is honestly where a lot of people are getting their their news, their information is from like yeah. fucking memes and stuff like that. It's like that's and scary. I, that's a scary fucking thought. Would since I said that I've been on all of those, <clears throat> I share an article about it on all of, and they're all like. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't even notice that. Wow. Wowzers. It's fucking crazy, buddy. You know what? I got to say this, though. This has been one of my favorite news episodes ever. Yeah? I feel like we shared something. You know what I mean? Definitely. And uh, maybe somewhere down the line, you and I can uh, share a burial plot, too, huh? Huh? Uh, (laughs) First, you want to come over when I'm drunk. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're going to be buried together. It'll be fine. Well, how does your wife feel about that? She'll be how okay. How does she feel about that? She'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> Is one coffin going to be on top of the other, or are they going to be right next to each other? Oh, I figured we'd just be in the desert thrown in a hole somewhere with bullet holes <laughs> in our heads. <laughs> I didn't know there was going to be an actual service. Yeah, okay. Uh. <laughs> Oh, my God. 913-730-7255. Give us a call or a text. Uh, We're tweeting and Instagramming over at at Ectoplasm Show. The Ectoplasm Show on Facebook. Ectoplasmshow.com. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're all over the place. 
So get a hold of us. Get in touch with us. Reach out and touch someone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm tired, buddy. Why? Just a lazy Sunday, you know what I'm saying? Got the Christmas tree up, though. Really? Yeah, that holly jelly horse shit. It's in full swing over here. <laughs> I, I love Christmas. I mean... I know you do. So... <laughs> Another personal story, since this has been a pretty personal yeah. episode. I don't know if I could pick a favorite holiday, but all of the fall holidays used to hold a, you know, that they, they were, that's my favorite time of year. Sure. And I know being in the field that we're in, everybody is so focused on Halloween. They love Halloween. Right. My first marriage, I got married on Halloween. Ooh. So it's technically my anniversary with a failed marriage. And though I don't, I don't feel, I feel indifferent towards it now. It doesn't, you know, raise an emotion in me that day, or I don't even really think about it. Sure. But it's still not really a day I celebrate. Right, right. (laughs) Like, think of, like, so Christmas is like the, the day. Hell yeah. In my favorite time of year is winter i love the snow i love the i love that sensation of standing in the field when it's snowing and it's so quiet because the snow is a sound dampener yeah and i love the cold because i sweat my ass off every other time of the year (laughs) i gotta tell you though this is what i enjoy about this time of year this year is it is mid-November. I've got a guy mowing my lawn right now, and it's damn close to 70 degrees outside. Yeah, that shit pisses me off. No, I'm loving this right now. <laughs> like, oh my God, if it could just be like this all year round, homeboy over here would be happy. I would be fine with I that. wish it wouldn't get above 45 all year round. I would deal with 45. I could totally deal with 45. Like, if it was 45 and above. <laughs> But nothing below forty five. <laughs> <coughs> uh, none of this uh freezing bullshit. I don't want that. I don't want ice. And I don't want to scoop snow. I don't want to do any of it. See you have somebody mowing your lawn and I have my dad plows during the winter for a friend of his, so he just plows my driveway when I'll see I, I do the driveway my damn self. And I got a very <laughs> big driveway. You've seen my driveway. It's a big son Yeah, your driveway's long. Mine's actually long, wider. And it's about three wide because I'm also I'm also somewhat of a nice guy. And I will scoop my neighbor's driveway at the same time that I scoop mine. So I'm actually doing double duty. But yeah, it's just a pain in the ass. I had a snowblower once. What happened? To I don't know. It went tits up. Oh. Probably like ran out of gas and I don't know how to fix it. I don't know. <laughs> There's a whole lot of stuff that went wrong with it. I just need to go get a new one. But they're fucking expensive, you know? Don't want to do it. Don't want to spend the dough. Oh, all well, right. Pretty soon your daughters will be old enough to do it. Yeah, that's right. Just send them out there. Send them out there and do it? Yeah. 
his father. Tell him here. in other countries we sacrifice kids your age <laughs> for lost cell phones. You, you get go, out there and shovel the driveway. Get your ass out there. You're gonna shovel the snow. And you're gonna love every goddamn second of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, cool, cool. Well, I tell you what, guys. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Keep pushing on through till Friday. We will talk to you very soon. Peace out.